But this is a ploy by the white man. These crates came out of nowhere. Now everybody's got crates for some reason. Everybody just got the fucking plug on some crates. The worst is like the ghetto videos where they don't have enough crates, so they like grab a crate from the back and try and like constantly move it. It's like, no, that's cheating. <laughs> I don't know what, what that crate has in it. No, yeah. I'm good. I need yeah. all the crates. Y'all gotta get it together. I'm getting better and better. Cause once I get started, it ain't no stopping stacking this broccoli cheddar. I'm stepping Welcome up to Out of Pocket Live. We got a lot to catch up on this week. Um, do people like what their teams are doing this offseason? Do people hate what their teams are doing this offseason? Hit us up in the comments. Uh, best comment of the night, obviously, gets some Buckets merch. And uh, make sure you subscribe to the Buckets YouTube channel. Another way to get some merch. Um, Joe, we'll just jump into it. But Zach, before I we ask, do. Before yeah, we yeah. Do, yeah. Okay, we've all seen some things going on today. And, uh, you know, some of us out there are trying to secure bags, you know, from all over. Mm-hmm. So we can't really discuss it. But, yes. you know, it's sad. You never want to see, you know, a couple break apart. Yes. We'll so just leave it together. at that. I think we hit it with, with our, our legendary producer chair. We've talked with him. And we were like, we should probably leave that alone. You know. Bags, you know, Zach, Confucius say, never let clout get in the way of bags. So. Exactly. But definitely just want to, you know, send prayers to the family, all, all parties involved. Hopefully they can figure it out, come to yeah. an amicable and peaceful, you know, situation. And, you know, we'll just leave it leave it right there. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I like that. Um, all right, jumping into it, Joe. Will there be added motivation for LeBron this season? I mean, obviously there will be people who have been slandering, but will the added, added motivation help LeBron this season? Zach, as you know, LeBron will enter year 19. Mm-hmm. 36 years old, be 37 in December. We'll have yeah. a party to celebrate. Uh, yeah, I don't think, I mean, I think LeBron at this point just looks for shit just to pretend to be mad about. He really yeah. doesn't care. I mean, because honestly, if you're LeBron, every time you tweet, you have a hundred things that you can go at people for, you know, the whole the fraud chain and uh, Mickey Mouse ring, whatever. You see the the tweets from the people that literally have LeBron, they follow LeBron, have no notification set on it. As soon as LeBron tweets, hey, I opened the school or hey, you know, shout out to this senior who's graduating and going to college and like, oh, you're a fraud, LeBron, fuck you. So, yeah, I think he just uses it. Look, everybody knows LeBron gets hated on. As a LeBron fan, we've been dealing with that hate since 2003 when he graced the NBA with his, his presence, ascended from the heavens to literally become the GOAT. But yeah, such is life. Yeah, I think yeah, it'll be very interesting. I mean, he's definitely not washed. I, I think seeing some of that voting stuff is just, you know, it is what it is. We were looking at a list, I think, that Bleacher did in 2015. Shout out to Brandon. He was reading the list to me of, who they thought were going to be the top guys. The number one on the list they thought would in 2020. So 2015, they're predicting who's going to be the guy in 2020. And like number one on the list was AD. So that's not that far off. But number two on the list was Andrew Wiggins. Not on the list. This is in 2015 was LeBron James, which kind of shows you that people really didn't expect him to have this career longevity that he's had. He's obviously still, I think that was a top 20 list. He's obviously still more than a top 20 guy. Um, Yeah, I think, It'll be motivation, like he'll dunk on people. But I do think, you know, the best thing for LeBron is like coast as much as you can so that you're as fresh as possible for playoffs. You got Russ and AD to do the dirty work for you. You got a bunch of vets to hold you down now. Like, yeah, go have games where you like clown all over someone. But um, Zach, you're concerned with his raising a banner. We got Russell Westbrook. Saw Trevor Reese a couple of days ago. My former teammate gave him a big hug, told him, Welcome home. He's back. Yeah. Just excited. It makes me very happy that we were able to bring him back, that we brought Russ home finally. I mean, I've been, I mean, Laker fans have been calling that, calling for that since like 2014. 
begging for him to come back. So a lot of Laker fans were hating though, Zach. And sadly, they don't realize Russ has that Mamba mentality. Russ is a Kobe disciple. Ben rocking with Kobe. Interview Russ is like an 18 year old, and he spoke so glowingly of just his love of Kobe and what Kobe's meant to him. That I feel like Lakers fans are really going to understand and be surprised when we start busting that ass. Russ might average a triple double on the lower side, like 15, 11, and 10. We're rocking with that. 100%. And that's just I, what it is. I remember telling someone a couple of years ago when Kobe was retiring or coming towards the end of his career that, like, there aren't that many guys. I mean, obviously, to be in the NBA, you have to be competitive, but there aren't that many guys in the league that are demon level competitive like Kobe was. And Russ is one of those guys where it's like every minute he wants to go at you. There is a ferociousness with which Russ dunks the ball that there really isn't quite anyone like it. Like every time he goes to the rim, LeBron used to do it a lot, goes to the rim, you feel like he's going to break his hand on the rim. And uh, I'm so goddamn excited to watch him. Uh, um, shout out to MKE Hoops. Yes, my, my UCLA experience was a lot more turnt than your average player. But actually, we had Russ at the crib before uh, he got drafted. Playing foosball, shout out to Alan Arambula, my roommate. Had the foosball table set up. We had Russ, we had Kevin Love, we had like three or four like lottery pictures chilling in in the living room, going hard on the foosball table, banging the table a little too hard. The table was janky, Zach. It was college, you know, we were getting turned up. Banging the table <laughs> yeah. a little too hard. Then proceeded to go turn up uh, at a legend's house right next to Hugh Hefner. Uh, those were the good old days when you said it was really getting was, it. I, so I started running in that neighborhood, and I'm so curious whose house that was. I'm gonna figure it out. I'll, I'm gonna we'll text about it offline. Yeah, you know, there's definitely stories I could tell offline about what these guys were getting in and why I just hold them <laughs> in such affinity. Like me and my old, you know, rolling around in Rolls Royce with, with Kevin Love and his brother. Just simple things like that. Average human beings don't really get to experience, but just no. comes. Soaking it in. Ooh, can you taste oh, it? Sports Illustrated it. article came out and was like, ooh, you guys missed a lot of the good shit, fellas. You missed a lot of the good <laughs> shit. Whoever was dropping that dime left some shit out, but here we are. Uh, they did. They did miss the best stuff. All right. We want to ask the chat, what cities have best uh, the best basketball and football team combo? So Jerry posed this question to us, and uh, Joe and I gave ours. NFL season about to get started. Coming into this season, what city should be most excited about their basketball and their football team? Not historically, but basketball and football. Oops. Chat, dump them in um, if we want to throw ours up. Mine, I said Milwaukee. You know, I think coming off the title with the Bucks, they're going to be contenders for sure next year. The Packers look decent. They, As long as they got Rodgers back, they're competitive. Obviously, said L.A., both the Lakers – or the Lakers, obviously, you're going to crush it. Clippers, you know, whatever. Chargers and Rams both look good. That's exciting. And then I got Phoenix on there because uh, I think Kyler's going to be awesome. And, obviously, the Suns just made the final. So, there we go. Yeah, all right. All right. I get blurred when I read these things. I don't know what, what I said. I don't know what I told you guys in the chat. I know yeah. something with Los Angeles, obviously. You said I L.A. Yeah. Boston, and I had to give Boston some love. Surprisingly, uh, you know, Boston fans hate me, Zach. <laughs> yeah. Boston fans, Caucasian Boston fans have a word they like to call me under their breath. They'll never say it to my face. They'll never pull up to the city, <laughs> this beautiful, glorious place that we're at. Never, no shot. It's, it's the same name that they call some of their own players on their team. So it's definitely oh, familiar. You guys left the comp, but had to give yeah. love to Boston. And I had to show another to another city. Obviously, as you know, uh, Bay Area, I was a victim of a, 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 a deadly, almost deadly robbery, near death, escaped it. <laughs> hey. Joe, I got my hoping, Gucci loafers. I would have died for those say, loafers, Zach. I would have died for those loafers. I was say, are you hoping they're going to send the loafers back because you put them on this list? Yeah, I think somebody somebody 
is honorable enough in the Bay Area. Bay Area has some honorable people. They will see those yeah. size 14 Gucci loafers. No damn well they should not be wearing them. It goes with no outfit that they have. It does not. Mm-mm. It's like the, the you know the Cinderella slippers. Like it doesn't. It, it when it puts on your foot. And my feet are stanky, as people know. And I don't wear socks, so I don't know why you would want to wear that with that that must and funk and stank in the shoe. But nonetheless, here we are. It's disappointing and confusing. We want to ask what is what cities have the have it the worst for uh, basketball. If you want to run that one, and you know this isn't meant to be slander. I put Detroit, Indy, Houston. I mean, bro, Houston. I have a great basketball. Has it had a great. Football wise, that shit is a disaster right now, uh, unlike anything I've ever seen. So, yeah. I mean, I went with New York, and, and initially I had Atlanta on my winners list. Obviously, uh, they have great chicken wings, and you know that's a championship <laughs> in itself. But New uh, yeah. York, I know Knicks fans are going to come for me. Uh, please forgive you, Mero. I hope you're not watching the show right now. Apologies <laughs> in advance. Yeah, and then of course Cleveland, and you know once LeBron left Cleveland, it was all downhill, yeah. all times. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Um. All right, Joe, you want to uh, tee up our guest yeah. here? We have we've got a guest tonight. Zach, we've got a living legend in the building. Uh, I knew him from his UCLA days. You know, we just kind of bonded and connected. He was a legend, LA guy. I think that's the same burners. You know, just living legend. But, you know, when you look at the roster, you survey, you're like, Who, who's the legend on the squad? Yep, there we have it. But yeah. uh, he's currently starring on The Sweet Life on HBO Max, Issa Rae's executive producing a reality series on some some black kids in LA that, that are living the sweet life. We got to give it up. UCLA's very own Bruin Connection. The legend Gerald Smith is in the building. What's going on, y'all? I appreciate y'all for having me, man. Reality star. Uh, we we getting there. We getting there. First three episodes <laughs> drop. Next three episodes drop tomorrow. So we we three episodes into reality stardom. So so Gerald, obviously we met during your UCLA days. I think uh, Doug or, or Coach Carlson connected us, and you know ended yeah. up just chopping it up and, and becoming buddies and. It's funny, you were one of the only dudes on the squad. A lot of kids don't realize, like, when you're in college and you get to meet people like myself or Boosters or whatever, you got to go introduce yourself. Say what's up. You know, yeah. a lot of the kids, they'd be at their own table kind of doing whatever, not really mingling, but you were out there shaking hands, meeting people, really, you know, maneuvering. And that's why you're successful Man. now, TV star. Yeah. A lot of these guys have since gone the way of the dodo. Uh, <laughs> so but just tell me a little bit about uh, what that experience is like, getting on the sweet life. Like, what was that process like? And what's it like now that obviously the show's been released, you kind of were sitting on this for a while, finally gets dropped, and you get to now really bask in the glory of being a star on, you know, Issa Rae show. Yeah. First of all, I always appreciate an opportunity to soak up some free game from a guy like uh, Josiah. Whenever somebody wants to call themselves a, a, a legend, you know, you, you, you got to go up to somebody like that and, and soak up that free game as much as you can. Um, but nah, uh, this has been the opportunity of a lifetime, man. You've seen that tweet. I was just talking to Josiah about how there's a billboard, you know, two steps from my parents' backyard where I grew up here in L.A. Um, this has been the absolute opportunity of a lifetime. Um, a couple a couple friends of mine were approached um, about this opportunity. They're like, hey, yo. Um, Issa's thing about creating a reality show about young black people in LA that are really just doing dope shit. You know what I mean? Like trying to find their way professionally um, within relationships, just navigating our own city and trying to take our lives to the next level. Um, a friend of mine um, was like, hey, yo, I know somebody who'd be perfect for this. Um, and that just so happened to be me. Um, thankfully, you know, I have friends in, in, a, in a bunch of different places that that look at me in such a regard that they would, you know, suggest me for something like this. But this has been uh, an op- absolutely insane opportunity, man. Like you said, uh, shout out to Brandon Lawless who shot that video um, that y'all just posted <laughs> right there. That's my dog. Um, but like you were saying, man, we were sitting on it for a minute. I think, you know, we we filmed 
a couple of months ago. Um, you know, it took a minute uh, for, for everything to get edited and, and to come out. But, you know, I really hope that everybody enjoys watching because um, this has just been it's been our opportunity to show an, an authentic view of, of what it's like to be young and black in L.A. Because a lot of the time, you know, you see like you see people coming from the hood, you know, you, you see the Hollywood side of everything. And I know I came from, you know, the illustrious Westwood uh, brewing life, you know, there, there is some, there is something sweet in that life as Josiah knows, but, uh, oh, you know, we, know. It, yeah, you are, you already know, but I think this is a, it's a real authentic look and just, you know, people trying to move and shake, um, and, and do things our way in the city. Obviously you got your, your reality TV drama as, as, as with any reality have TV to. show have to, yeah. but, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been fun, man. We just trying to keep it as authentic as possible. So you obviously, you know, sweet life. We talked before we came on. Uh, my little brother Mariah was a star of Baldwin Hills for three seasons. You actually watched that show. This yeah. show feels like it's kind of an extension. Obviously, Issa, Issa grew up in the neighborhood, went to Windsor Hills. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it, it's, it's seeing that world. And I saw this thing get announced a couple of years ago, and I'm just like, yo, it feels like kind of the extension of Baldwin Hills. Baldwin Hills was kind of high school focused. This is focused on the yeah. professional circuit. So what, what was been, what's been the most, like, the coolest experience and part of just this process for you? Um, the coolest experience for me is probably doing this shit in our backyard, dog. Like we, if, if you watch the, the episodes, we go to every single place that you can think of in LA from, you know, Earl's on Crenshaw <laughs> to Madeer's to, you know, we were at the Bowling Hills Overlook. Um, we, we went to we, every place in LA, like authentic LA that you can think of, like, you know, not just the Hollywood sign and, and, you know, every, every other place that, that your, your average tourist goes to, but like real LA that we grew up going to you know, when, when we were younger, um, that's my favorite part is, is it's as authentic, um, as it can be. And, and as with anything that Issa does, you know, we, we didn't want it, we didn't want everybody to see it and be like, ah, you know, these kids are not really from LA. Like they, they're not really, you know, they don't know nothing about LA, but like now nah, we really grew up out here, uh, making a name for ourselves and, and are able to give back to our city in this way. It's just been, it's been amazing. Moses, well, and obviously we got you here. We got to talk some UCLA hoops. How yeah. Yeah. Made, made the final four, you know, got got Jalen Suggs, lucky jumper away. Sometimes lucky, lucky better jumper, than skill. Uh, <laughs> but but looking at this squad, what we got coming back, what do you do you think you see like can get back to the final four this year? And do you think they could raise banner number 12, break that streak since 95 and get that chance? I absolutely, I absolutely think that we can do it this year. I think I think we're gonna go into this year with that chip on our shoulder after that lucky shot by Jalen Suggs. Um, and I know, you know, Mick Cronin has done such a great job. Um, and, and hammering the hard work into the guys. And I, I know that that's something that they haven't been able to stop thinking about um, since that, that final four run was ended for them. Um, I'm really excited that Johnny Juzang came back because I think, you know, he, he went fucking stupid in the tournament mm -hmm. last year. But, but I feel like, you know, he's had, some, he's had a chance to see what that development looks like at the next level. Um, he's comfortable playing with his guys that he has coming back. You, you add in Peyton Watson, I think that, I think that they got a, a great chance in making a run. Most, and I'd be remiss. Obviously, you played, you know, for for during the glory days, <laughs> none other than Lonzo Ball. Yeah, yeah that's my dog. That's my you know, dog. What was it like? You know, a lot of people have this perception of Levar that he's this this uh, this arrogant a hole kind of terrible dad. You know, taking shots at him and just as a black man. What was your experience like being on a team with Lonzo with Levar around? You know, seeing a young Lamelo, seeing Jello come through. What, what was that like for you when you were at UCLA? Man, for one, to see the development of, of Mello, young Mello from then until now has probably been the craziest thing. But I tell everybody who asks me this dog, LeVar is the 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 ideal black dad. You know what I mean? Like obviously he was on he was on a bigger stage and 
And a lot of what he said and did got blown out of proportion. But my dad, you know, when I was growing up, Hooping was around me and my team in the exact same way, talking just as much shit as any other father <laughs> would. You know what I mean? Just hyping up his kids. Like, at the end of the day, he's a dad that's there for his kids, and that's all you could really ask for, bro. But when he when we were on the program, like, it was it was hilarious, you know, to see him there because he, he was always in good spirits. He was always funny. He was always, you know, big enough, not just Zoe, but the rest of us at practice. Um, and, you know, he was he was just an all around great dude. I, I really enjoyed being around him. And so um, I got a chance to talk to Zoe not too long ago when they first announced the show. Um, he low key made uh, my Twitter freeze for a day because he retweeted my tweet of, uh, of when the show got announced. My Twitter, okay. my phone absolutely stopped working. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but nah, he he was he's Lavar was literally like the best, bro. That's wild because I would expect Zoe as as a light skinned dude to to really be hating on just your. You mean because I I was lucky <laughs> hating like damn they didn't hear nah. me up to be on the sweet life. My life is deep. It's a little younger age group for you, you know. Zoe Zoe's had his chance to be on HBO. He was on the shop, you know. You know yeah. I, that's, that's that's aspirational for me, you know. Go from the sweet life to the shop. We we still getting started. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I want to ask you what we have here. Obviously, the NIL, big changes. Mm-hmm. What are sort of your thoughts on that, the, the opportunities that are going to pop up for players, things like that? What just your kind of first reactions to hearing about it? Yeah, I mean, my first reaction is finally, um, to, to be completely frank with you, my, I, I, I'm waiting for my reparations. I'm waiting for NCAA to hit me up and be like, yo, we, yes. we owe you some back pay uh, for some opportunities that you missed out on. Um, but no, nah, I'm, I'm so happy for, for guys to be able to, you know, take advantage of using their their image and likeness. Because you look like a guy like me. Obviously, I was a walk-on, but I had the opportunity to be around guys like Lonzo, TJ Leaf, Aaron Holiday, Bryce Offer, Isaac Hamilton, to where, you know, they had a big following. My following was moderate. And if, you know, Fat Sales and Westwood would have hit me up and be like, hey, yo, post one of these sandwiches <laughs> and we'll throw you a rack. I'm absolutely, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm posting as many sandwiches as they want. You know what I'm thousand saying? percent. Um, so I'm, I'm really happy that, that these guys have, have the opportunity to be able to take advantage of that because you never know, like, um, something I realized at a, at a young age and, and, you know, when I got to UCLA was that the ball wasn't always going to bounce for me. And, you know, figuring out ways to take advantage of stuff like your image and likeness while you have the platform to be able to do it. Um, my only concern would really be, like, how much does it take away, you know, from the time that the guys spend with the game? Because it's like, mm. do they leave practice and instead of getting shots up, are they going to a photo shoot? You know, are they leaving a photo shoot and rushing to get to practice? How does that work when they're traveling for games yep. and shit like that? So. I think, you know, one of the opportunities that so many of these guys have missed out on is like Twitch, some of that kind of stuff where it's like, yeah, watching some of these game, they could have been, you know, the next yeah. Aiden Ross or whoever it is you're talking about. And like now I'm so excited to see that. But yeah, to your point, you still got to go to bed early because you wake yeah. up early and lift. I don't right. know when they're going to get the hours in on that, but tough opportunities. Bro, y'all had y'all had fat sales cracking. Fast out, fast out too too elaborate for me. Too much shit goes in the sandwich. I'm just like three thousand calories. It's like uh, mozzarella sticks on this shit. It's like oh, that Texas separate. barbecue every Friday, man. After, no, after the party. Every we had Friday? we had seppies. We had seppies, which was our spot because we'd bring the poster in and we get free sandwiches. You know, they try to you know we had that. That you know, you said the plug wasn't wasn't mighty. We didn't have a lot of things. We had a spot called U Dog that popped up for like seven months. That was easily the greatest. It was a hot dog spot, but they didn't have buns at first. They just used like regular white bread. 
for that, but super ghetto. But we, but everybody would hit it. We had theme songs for it. It really just took Westwood by storm. Joe, were, Joe is aging himself. I'd never heard of these spots before in my life. You dog, a good seven months. But if in my generation, if you yell out "you dog," like you know, what I mean, you're gonna get somebody's gonna scream "you dog" right back at you. Like, oh, you dog, you dog. Okay. With the, the white, honestly, that's, the hot dog is there. better on the white bread without the bun, man. It, it was it was so ghetto, but so delicious. But they had this thing called the dog house, which was like six bucks. You get six hot dogs. So it just got to the point where you buy people dog houses. That was a way for stunning. It's like bottle service. We get the dog house, distribute them to the masses. Just, I was just about <laughs> to bring glizzies. this up. I was just about to bring this up. Did you see how they said like a single hot dog takes like thirty five minutes off of your off of your life or something like that? Yeah, I'll, I'll be goddamn. I'll be goddamn. I believe it. They said yes. something similar with fr- French fries too, though, because like I, you know, but it's not gonna, it can't stop you. You know what who, I mean? Who was the Frenchman that was like, I'm gonna chop this potato up and throw that shit in some vegetable oil? <laughs> I blessed him. <laughs> Bonjour, my name. Bonjour. <laughs> so, Joe, we gotta hit you. Obviously, Imani Bates. I think he reclassified right. He's coming in this season. You know, shun overtime elite, shun the G League ignite. Mm. Roll with Penny Hardaway. Uh, you know, you've seen Omani play. What do you think about him committing to Memphis and, and, and decommitting from Michigan State to go to play with Penny? I mean, it's it's surprising for one, um, just to see somebody like him, uh, you know, turn down that opportunity to go get some bread instead of a uh, in, instead of going to college. But I'm a I'm a big proponent of guys, you know, who who want to take advantage of of going to college, especially if they're going to play for somebody like Penny. Um, I think Penny will be a, a huge, you know, mentor for somebody like Imani and help him get his mind right. He's not, he's not going to be there for long. He's going to be there for that for that one year, and he's going straight to leave. And I think that I think he made a really good decision um, in going to play for Penny. I don't got nothing against Michigan State. I don't know what what fueled his decision there, but I think that Penny will help get him right um, for that one year, and and I think he's going to elevate his game, help him develop physically and mentally to get him ready for that next level. Well, I, I've been to East Lansing, uh, Jerry. We played Michigan State when I was at UCLA. It's a forgettable city. I'll just say it's not <laughs> not cracking cold. It's not. It's not my first choice of city. They don't have good barbecue like Memphis. No. Yeah. Oh you my know, god. You know, Memphis has yeah. good good Tennessee prices. I will say we when when I was in college and we went to play. I think that was Zoe's year. We went to the Sweet Sixteen in Memphis. Um, it was a very memorable city. You know, right. a lot of lot of good food. Uh, the people out there were nice. They they really fucked with us. Um, I, I I don't I don't you know I'm not hating on this decision. There's certain pockets where, as a UCLA player, like we went to Indianapolis a few times. We played in the Wood Tradition, and when we touched down, just the love was immense. You felt like a celebrity. Yeah. I'm from yeah. Memphis with the spotlight because you know they don't they don't see a lot of people like like us pull through. But it's it's crazy that that I, a lot of people be like, how do you feel now being on the Sweet Life? Do people look at you as a celebrity? I'm like, nah, I've been living this life. I, I spent <laughs> a year. I spent a year as. Uh, Lonzo Ball's flat top teammate. So, you know, we, 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 uh, we've been living this life. life yeah. I mean, you got to maximize. As a human being that went to UCLA, didn't play play that much, I could say that you have to figure out ways in pockets to get your shine. When the team is balling, they're running up the numbers like that. They're getting oh, yeah. ESPN love. Yeah. It's getting in, knowing where the red light on the camera Look, is. As hey. soon as, team puddles, as soon make sure as, you turn. As soon as they started shooting social content, I was, I was right in front of the camera. I was pulling my teammates aside, you know, me doing the interviews instead of letting the news guys do the interviews. I think back yeah. in college, I actually wanted to be a commentator or a host. Um, and so I, I tried know. my best to, to, to put myself in, in those types of situations. But nah, man, that shit, that shit was fun. Like, we were just popping my face in everywhere I could. Hey, as a manager at ASU, I knew where the cameras were too. I was like leaning, made sure to celebrate the threes as much as anyone, you know, just in case they panned down to the end of the bench where I was. 
Yeah, don't let me don't let me get in the game at that in the game time and get a bucket. I'm running straight towards the camera. Fuck defense. You're, you're, you know, <laughs> I, I, I had a teammate Ike Williams. Ike was a master of figuring out angles. He knew how to get on camera at all moments. But just give a little look. And if we go back and watch that footage, obviously the Monmouth guys got a ton of love. But we were super coordinated. We're hitting you with the major league uh, leg leg taps and the all that goodness. But uh, Gerald, appreciate you coming through, man. Make sure you check Peace out Gerald on, on Sweet Life on HBO Max. He's a burgeoning celebrity. There's going to come a point where you won't return the text and calls soon. Yeah. I'll be so I'm proud. Not, when I'm Josiah, big time. Josiah, tell you I return his text within 30 seconds. <laughs> There's going to come a point where you stop and you, you hit me. You're going to plug me off to the assistant. I'm going to smile and let out just a, a huge cheer and be really appreciative for getting extended on it big time. Well, yeah. Appreciate you for coming through, Gerald. And best of luck with everything, bro. We're going to watch the show. You know, I'm a little too old to watch it, but I'm going to watch it anyway. It's become my guilty pleasure. Uh-huh. But, uh, we life on HBO Max. We had Gerald Smith in the building. UCLA basketball legend, man. We appreciate you, Gerald. I appreciate y'all for having me, man. Thank you. All right, All right brother. Uh, Let me that. Seriously. Gerald awesome, hit me. Like, you know, I met him. He's like, yo, man, I'm Gerald. We, we, we just start shooting the shit. I had a, a show, Legend of Chamberlain Heights, at that point. He had done some work in the voiceover animation space. I'm just like, Gerald, I, I rock with you, okay? Because a lot of these kids don't get it. Like, get your no. bag right. You were very right, though, because I remember we'd have those, like, dinners where there's people, like, that are alumni boosters around the program. Always super interesting. Like, you knew the guys that were about, like, the hustle and that wanted, you know, that that knew just all the moving pieces and stuff because they were the ones bouncing around from table to table, shaking as many hands as possible. And uh, That's great. I'm going to be honest, Zach. I mean, obviously, I have my dad and that whole legacy, so I got to kind of finagle and finesse with those high-level boosters. But generally, yeah. people that were getting the amount of minutes I were getting, you're getting the auxiliary, like, second, third-tier booster. It's yeah. not, not as quite not as quite the love of the big baller booster, but no. I was able to grandfather father myself in, father and brother myself into the, the, the elite booster. So my advice for kids going to college, currently getting it, when you're at these events – Sniff out the big boosters. Look for diamonds. Look for, look for, you know, see who's pulling up in the nice Ferrari. Then just go holler at that person, make friends. Because more than likely they have a beach house that they'll let you use if you ask them politely. Thousand percent. Or some friend that's going to throw you a bag for a little bit of advertising work now that you got the NIL thing. Like, you know. Yeah. Oh, my God. We had one booster in particular, like, flew on the, the team plane with us and stuff whenever we'd fly private. And it was like, oh, how is this happening? Legend. My, fresh, my freshman year, Zach, we were in New York. We yeah. didn't do it. We didn't, we didn't break any rules or anything. But we were outside of the W Hotel. We were playing at the W. George Clooney was there. It was a great time. Uh, wow. Connected with one of the boosters. Booster literally offered us his his like three three like black cars he had parked in front to go take us wherever we wanted to go. We said nay. We said nay. But I just remember that moment and just seeing the, the love that this booster had for you. Like, oh, you guys want you take the car wherever you guys want. We didn't really know where to go. We're just Bodega was right down the road. Can I ask, was this this had to be under Howland, right? No, this was under Lavin. Lavin. Oh, I was going to say, because under Lav, I assume you'd be already in the car leaving. That's all you need to tell me twice. You know, okay. we were in New York, right. we were little, but did proceed to go to the club where, like, a, a fight broke out during Annie Up. I just remember, I always remember that Annie Up was playing, fight broke out. <laughs> everybody kind of stopped for, like, 15 seconds. The beat kept going, though, and everybody just got right back into it. It was great. <laughs> New York, New York. I love it. I love it. All right, let's do uh, tripping or tripping to end things off. Uh, obviously, chat, jump in on this as well. Um, first up, let's see. Oh, we'll go through these. Let's go through these. Uh, these were leaked. Shout out to Sway, another one of our great accounts. Make sure to tap and follow them. Uh, these were the leaked, some of the leaked jerseys. I don't know what that I, shit is. A ransom letter? I, I don't, yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that one is. 
Phoenix, not, I like. Not bad. Not bad. Zach, I the forgot late. to mention, I'm, I'm a CP3 fan now, so unfortunately, that's just what's cracking. Oh, so no slander. You can slander. I'll just straight myself. face. I'll just straight yeah. face. But I'm a CP3 fan. I'll just, Hog I'll jerseys are good. I feel like those are better on the like white jersey, but you know that's okay. Not bad. Chicago one's good. The Mavs one, I think is that the last one on there is the Mavs one. No, Nets, Ooh, Nets. that's good. The, this Mavs one is way better than that weird spray paint one they did. So yeah, exactly. I think that everyone got these right for the most part. I think not, the oh, good. I'm not paying $100 for any one of these except for the LeBron, no. maybe, but I understand. Yeah. They're definitely, there's some drip. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, the Miami one is the only one I think I was tripping. All right, let's get into this. Kanye West. We've, this is, we, we haven't been on air for a little bit, so, but this just happened. Kanye West posted and deleted Drake's dress. He doxed the man. Uh, Drake responded by driving, and I believe a Bugatti convertible giggling, which is quite a flex. <laughs> that's a million dollar car. And he's like kind of picking his nose and he's laughing like what a legend. I mean, I don't know if it is Bugatti. It's some sort of convertible that I can't identify. So Drake is a social media legend. He's a social media savant. Zach, I, I'm not I'm not offended by this. People were mad at first. Like, how would you dox Kanye? But I listened to, to the legend Big Biz, who's in Toronto, and basically like, look, everybody knows where, where Drake lived. It's not a big deal. Drake's yeah. Drake's Drake's house is basically like Disneyland. Like everybody knows the address. And they know what will happen if you try to run up on the spot, you know. 100%. Get some red dot on your dome. I think, uh, you know, the he Kanye's also, he, I don't know what's going on. He, you know, he says the Joker thing in the group text includes Pusha T, which I, I think I'm going to do a video breaking down the whole story of Added On and the significance of that song just because it, we don't talk about it enough. It's still one of the meanest diss tracks ever released. Um, he Kanye's building his childhood home at Soldier Field. He also repurchased the childhood home uh, a couple years ago. I, I don't know what he's doing. I would be lying if I said I'm not going to watch every second of it tomorrow. Every single second. Here's what, the wait, thing. What's going on now? Is he dropping this album, Zach? I'm an old Wash Square. I'm on Bro, Coco Melon Heavy. Not really concerned about Drake information, but is he dropping the album or not? I think this is it if he doesn't do it after this one if it's not out by friday morning start waving the white flags that shit ain't coming but he did the first one and it was very clear it wasn't finished there were a whole lot of bars where he kind of, kind of mumbling through them and then he polishes up everyone's like oh my god this is amazing and now this is coming and everyone's like oh he's doing it as our process i don't think he's doing that i think he's holding out because apple gives you one month free and we're coming up on that deadline of the one month free. Ooh, and so ooh. he's just pushed the, the release. He keeps doing these live things to keep people paying or keep people on the hook for paying for the month. And then it really cashes out after this one. So okay. I, I don't know. I don't get it. I'm not sure what he's doing. I'm going to say tripping because I feel bad that he leaked that. But I think you're right. Everyone knows where it is. Yeah. All right. Hot dogs, short lives. We hit this a little bit earlier. Steady says that eating one hot dog can shorten healthy living by 36 minutes. If you're uh, like at a cookout and someone offers you a hot dog, are they tripping or dripping? Zach, I, you know I love Glizzies. Uh, I was at Summer League, Zach. This is a true story. Yeah. I was at Summer League. Uh, it was like I, I did an interview with uh, the Spencer's crew from Blue Wire. Legend. Uh, you know, shout out to Haley and, and Jordan. Uh, yeah. So, but it was got there early before kind of like the crowd got in. They, they let the crowd in, and I'm like, damn, I need a glizzy. 
So I went to the glizzy. I had to eat it near like the condiment area, but kind of turn every time I took a bite, just because you know so many cameras me eating a glizzy. That that really is just not a good sight. But I'm I'm eating glizzies. Uh, I don't care. Nothing. Glizzy grenades. They're tasty. One here, there, it's not going to hurt you. I mean, this is should be devastating news to Kobayashi and Joey Chestnut, but I think everyone else is probably okay. Um, all right, next one. Best and worst. Joe, what do you think of the milk crate challenge? Uh, black people, we've done a lot of ignorant shit in our day. <laughs> Please, for the love of Jesus and all Let's, things in heaven. I, I, <laughs> Please stop doing this ignorant this... ass bull, dumb bullshit. Because now you got these little, these little asshole kids that are pushing the crates over while people are at the, the pinnacle. And so you can literally kill somebody. They're like seven feet up in the air, I believe, at the, the peak. And oh the yeah. Kids are just pushing people. I mean, we saw we saw white Mike oh. rolling the blunt while he did it. We saw the, the, the lady in the high heels. But for the most part, like that could literally because if, if I'm on the, the top of this crate and a little kid kicks it like that, I have to murder that child. Yeah. No shot. There's no other way around it. There's no other way around it. That shit with all his might and literally didn't think twice about it. That is such a destructive little asshole of a kid. I, I yeah, look I, at this. What we got? Yeah, she's seen in wine bottles. Oh, wow. Yeah. My damn toe in the bottle. My damn toe in the bottle. Crazy. Yeah, there's no little kid kicking this one out, thankfully. Um, I think it's hilarious as long as these people aren't going to our very overrun ERs and hospitals to deal with like a broken arm. Then it's like, bro, there's much more important shit going on. Hey, shout out to ASU. Look at this kid. Just chopped it right away. Number one in innovation, ASU right there. So uh, This is a ploy by the white man. I don't know what the the end game is. I do not know what the end game is. But this is a ploy by the white man. These crates came out of nowhere. Now everybody's got crates for some reason. Everybody just got the fucking plug on some crates. The worst is like the ghetto videos where they don't have enough crates, so they like grab a crate from the back and try and like constantly move it. It's like, no, that's cheating. <laughs> I don't know what, what that crate has in it. No, I'm, yeah. I'm good. I need yeah. all the crates. I, I can't. I saw people were selling the crates that Andrews <laughs> that was at the student rec center fields. Um, I don't know why this took off. I like had never seen it before. And um, I mean, obviously I don't think it's going to last much longer, but this is definitely like up there with eating Tide Pods and shit. So let's, no one get hurt, please. Stop stacking them higher. Like do not. How about, let's do like the vaccine challenge. Like go get a fucking vaccine <laughs> and wear a mask, dickheads. Like stop, yes. stop with this dumb shit. Like the worst is like, oh, I'm about to walk up these crates and everybody else is like, well, shit, I'm going to do it too. Like, damn, we are simpletons. Like, let's be better. Let's let's focus on being better the rest of this 2021. Go Like, get a job challenge. Like, post yourself at work. Motherfuckers are like, I don't know what's in the vaccine. I'm not getting it. Now let me run up those crates. Yeah, <laughs> like, what like, are we doing? What are we doing? What, yeah. what is the thought processing? I'm not, you know, my big ass is clumsy as shit, Zach. And I'm yeah. really prone to break something in those situations. So I'm not getting on any crates. I'm rich. No, I, I'm like 220 right now. I'm destroying those crates. There's, I'm too large a person. I've been injured too many times. Wear a mask challenge. That's, that's do it. speed. Let's do that. Just wear, um, wear a mask and don't bitch about it for a day. Let's post that oh video. My God, right? Yeah. Thank you. Seriously. Um, all right. That's, uh, I think that's all we got tonight. Uh, commenter of the day, obviously. I don't know who we've got here. AK, wow. AK, getting it done. I think he, he's won. This is the second one. AK has and, more uh, merchandise and out-of-pocket <laughs> merchandise than I have. Yeah, I was going to say. Gonna point that out. 
He's going to open a store and sell it online. Uh, shout out to AK. I uh, appreciate you guys uh, tapping in tonight. I believe we will be back next Wednesday. So make sure you sub to the YouTube channel because you get an alert when we go live. Um, and I'll just leave it at that, Joe, I think you're right about telling them too many things to go do. Don't Believe tell them all that shit to do. But before we go, I just got to give major love and shout out to Jerry Brown, our yes. producer. Oh, yeah. Yes. Elevated this show to new heights, brought it to new levels, got got bags coming in droves. But, Jerry, we appreciate you. We love you. And we thank you for everything that you've done for this program. Seriously, Jerry, your legend made this job so much more fun and so many things you pulled. So, chat, give it up for Jerry, man. He kills it. And uh, we really are grateful for everything he's done for this show. So, appreciate you, Jerry. Everybody stay black or stay whack.